Wait, is this Wait, thing is this on? Thing on? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to start. Hey, I'm Greg DePietro. And I'm Rosie DeCandia. And this is Nostalgic Tangents. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Today we're going to talk about what? Uh, legends, right? Legends. People that passed at a young age and we're still wondering, could they still be legends if they hadn't died at a young age? I mean, we could, this is all assumptions. I don't know. Well, yeah, I know. The, le- the, the old <laughs> saying says, um, right, like, live fast, die young, right? And that, that's like the, the legend. A lot of these people would have fizzled out and went into uh, obscurity. Oblivion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we started off with, you said the 27 Club last week. Right, people who had died at 27. Who was it? Janis Joplin. Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Jim Morrison. Right, right. And I think Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse, that's right. So the thing is, when someone passes at a young age, at the peak of their career, right? Uh You're like, oh my God, they were the greatest musician ever. So the question is, 5, 10, 15, 20 years, were they going to be considered? Were they going to be has-been? Well, I'll tell you, the first thing that jumps into my mind is James Dean, right? Now, James Dean only did, what, three or four movies, but he had a ton of TV credits. Did you know that? No. Yeah. I only know about Giant, we have to, but Giant, Rebel Without a Cause, East of Eden, which I love. Right, right, right. And what was the other movie? I don't even know. I think that was only the three, maybe. But, you know, you'd, you'd think you'd go to IMDb and he'd have, like, three or four credits, but he actually has, like, 30, because he, he oh. had, like, little bit roles on TV shows and... He was on all those TV shows, like little co-star, guest star stuff. Were they mostly Westerns? In those days, everything was a freaking Western. Right, right. The Westerns, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, what was the one with all the brothers on the farm and the one guy had the big hat? What was that? Was show? that Gunsmoke? No, 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 no. Gunsmoke was good. I never saw Gunsmoke. No, is that Miss Kitty one, and Gunsmoke? Um, he had the big fat brother and then the other good looking brother. And this is a TV show? Oh, it was a huge it's TV show. It's a Western? Show. Oh, my God. What yeah. year are we talking about, Greg? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Is it black and white or is it color? I think it was black and white and then eventually went into color. But And they lived on a ranch? Yeah, the father and then like the three or four sons and they were always fighting and getting into stupid stuff. Oh my God. Doesn't Mikhail's matter. Navy? No, if I... <laughs> oh my God, Mikhail's Navy. Yeah, because Mikhail's Navy happened on a ranch. I think my mom used to love that show. Anyway, my no, I, I, anybody listening to this could probably hear my description and they're screaming it out and I can't think of it. But um, the point is, he did a lot of those stupid little TV show guest star, co-star roles before he got... But he only did like three movies. Honestly, I'm not a fan. A lot of people aren't a fan of James Dean. I'm going to say this. I am a fan of his looks. He's very handsome. But that's the question. He died at a young age in his prime. It was a tragedy because he didn't even... He cracked up his Porsche. Yeah. It was a Porsche, right? So that's the question. Like, would his acting have evolved... Like, or would it just be like, meh, he's not going to be a long-term, like, legend like De Niro or Pacino, who are legendary actors, in my opinion. So would James Dean, do you think he would have even made it to old age and still been kind of someone that would be working? Yeah, I don't think so. That's what, you know what, I, I, my gut tells me that James Dean, you know, listen, he was original. At the time, there there was nobody really doing that realistic. You know, it was that old style acting of, oh, and you're leaving me, that kind of. Yeah. But then it's where they started to get like really like the human um, reality kind of acting. So I'll give him credit where he was like one of the first ones to do that. Right. I mean, 
But I have a feeling that as soon as, you know, one, if, if he had more time, he would have fizzled. I agree. I think Pacino and he would have been usurped by Pacino and De Niro who came out. What, and he was in the 50s. Well, the first, they say the first one to really do that was... Um, Brando? Brando yeah. was the one who really... But see... When, he was legendary. He was, now, you look at Brando. No. Right. Brando's talent next to James Dean's talent, not even in the same not, I agree. Oh, my God. Streetcar Named Desire. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh my God, Stella! But the whole thing about him, he's so brooding. He just was always phenomenal. One of my favorite movies, but I can't watch it any longer, is the one with Martin Sheen. I can't believe it just escaped Apocalypse my mind. Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now. And the thing is, because of the violence, because now that I'm older, I can't actually sit through it. I used to love that movie. And he just was like, what is that that he used to say? The horror. No. Well, when, the he, horror. when he's in the cave, <laughs> I know. But see, that was what was so cool about his choice. Because, you know, he plays this guy who's lost his mind up in the Absolutely. jungle, right? He snapped. And he, he could have been like the crazy... But he, his, he went into this calm... You know, they always say, be afraid of the calmest person in the room. Right, it's the calm before the storm. <laughs> I think Bruce Lee actually said that. It oh, really? It was a quote, yeah. Always be afraid of the calmest person in the room. Actually, you brought up Bruce Lee. I was just thinking of Brandon Lee. That's another one that went Right, very well, young. Brandon Lee, right. So, but, but talking about James Dean. So he, him and Brando were like the first ones that really kind of did that react. But the, the talent that Brando had was evident in the first thing you ever see him in. James Dean... Like he just had that whining, you know. He was handsome, though. You're tearing me apart. <laughs> and it was just like, shut the fuck up. Well, he was handsome. And I think for a woman, like, when you look at the pictures, you're like, wow, he was iconically handsome. But I agree with you. He was iconically he, a whiner. But I think, you know, that we're discussing this, it maybe it was James, James Dean's destiny to pass early because he probably wouldn't have been able to handle anyway if he fizzled out. Let's think. Okay, let's think about. All right. Another one that is so iconic, I mean, Marilyn Monroe. Right. No way would she have, a, to me, no way was she going to have a long-term career because she became a hot mess. Yeah, well, that's because she emotionally, but but like imagine, like think, what, what's a current star that actually got it together? Like look at Robert Downey Jr., right? Oh, he's fantastic. So let's say he had died in the height of his addiction, right? We could have easily said, you know, oh, he was a hot mess, right? But he got sober, he got his shit together, and he's amazing. But I didn't so love Marilyn, her acting. Do you think her acting she was, she was that funny? Brilliant? Yeah, I liked I Marilyn. She was Monroe. brilliant. I thought she was like another blonde who was a beautiful woman that could, all right, she could pass on. But I'm like, would she be this woman that I would see at 60, 65, even 50 years old, really representing? But you're right. They die so soon that would she evolve? I wouldn't know that journey. So if, I mean, you, she was a hot mess. So like if Marilyn didn't get it together, and get sober and move, get the hell away from the Kennedys and uh, Joe DiMaggio. <laughs> those guys. Joe DiMaggio loved her. Yeah, but he, he took was care he was controlling her. Italian. Come on. But he loved her, and I think he was like to the end still in love with her. Yeah, she yeah. Just but had... so what? What if a controlling uh, jerk off loves you? It doesn't mean he's not a controlling jerk off. How do you know? You, you know he was a controlling well, jerk off? No, I wasn't there. But you know, you read stuff, and all the men in her life tried to control her. And, and make her their property. Who was the author she married? Arthur? Oh, Arthur Miller. Was he controlling? I don't know. That, to uh, me, is interesting. Even looking at Marilyn Monroe's choices of husbands. <laughs> I mean, she had Arthur Miller, who's brilliant, right? right yeah. And I'm a, I mean, 
I would have, I don't want to think that it was all sexual between them. I'm thinking he had some sort of like cerebral att- att- attraction to her that she must have been actually intelligent. I know she wasn't a dumb blonde. No. I know she played it. I get it. But it's just interesting. And let me She's tell you, an I, athlete, I, an author. You have to be really smart to play that dumb blonde. What was that show, Three's Company? And the oh, blonde. Suzanne Summers. She played J- Chrissy Snow. Right. And she's brilliant, Suzanne Summers. Oh, I love that show. That was one of my but favorite shows. You have Coming to be really smart. Coming out my door. <laughs> waiting for you. But you have, that's not easy to do. You have to be really smart to play that kind of a character. And I think Marilyn Monroe, I, I think there was a lot more depth there than, was, than her publicist ever really let out. Okay, and I mean, I guess so. The verdict is we think James Dean probably would have fizzled, and I think definitely think he would have been usurped. Marilyn Monroe, I will give you the benefit of the doubt on that, um, that perhaps if she'd gotten her shit together and gone through the journey, she could have probably risen to the occasion and become like the actress that in her older years was really, truly a thespian and not seen as, the va-va-voom girl. Right, right, right. right. Okay. Yeah, I think there was a lot of depth there and a lot of talent that you could see. I mean, you watch those movies. She was she was funny. She had good timing, um, you know, but she played that sex pot, you know, and it was like, you know when she said that, um, when she sang to Kennedy, Happy oh. Birthday, that is Happy so disturbing, birthday. right? Does that make she your skin crawl? You. <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs> Oh. That makes me so uncomfortable. That's probably why they killed her from that song. I think the Kennedys <laughs> killed her. They were like, all right. I mean, you know. That was the moment, you know, JFK leaned over and said, all right, you know, take care of that Wait thing. Wait a second. She sealed her fate <laughs> with that happy birthday. Yeah. So it wasn't a birthing for her. It was actually a death note oh, for yeah. her. That, that was when he called on the hot phone to the mob and said, you know that, take care of that thing. You know that thing I told you? Wait, you're talking about the mob. What are you saying? The Kennedys were involved with the mob? Oh, no. Oh, let's not have this conversation. They're considered, remember, the Kennedys are considered American royalty. They're from Camelot. Don't get me started on that. They were sneaking women in and out of the back door of the White House when when Robert and JFK were helicopters bringing them in, traipsing them in, doing their thing, traipsing them out and flying them home. Boy, we've really gone off on tangents. (laughs) Because you look at me like, where is this going? Let's not stay on the dark topic. You know what also came up for me? Um, Jim Morrison, he passed. Was he in France when he passed from an OD? I believe he was. And in he's France. buried there, correct? Yeah, yeah. And they keep they had to keep hiding his grave because everybody kept destroying it. Okay, so did he die? This is the one question I don't know. Did he die at the height of the doors, or had he like? Was he melting down that he was living in France? No, I think the doors were still going really strong at that time. See, the doors were really unique. I mean, and he was a poet, so he really was. He was a deep thinker, but he, you know, like a lot of people made that mistake getting into that acid thing, man. But don't you think there's a fine line of genius when someone is so brilliant and talented, cerebral, and you're saying he's a poet, and he was really talented, that there is that line of insanity that happens because... There's just like you have so much going on in your brain that I don't think you can control it. That maybe turning to drugs is a way as like a self-help thing to self-medicate. So I'm thinking it's that fine line of brilliance. Well, there's a price to pay for genius. You know, the genius is... I'll never pay that price. (laughs) (laughs) You know, genius thinkers are are alone. I mean, they're, you know, um, they're creative. They're unusual. Everyone thinks they're crazy at first. And then then they're the ones, you know, groundbreaking and bushwhacking with new ideas. 
So, you know, there's a there's a price to pay a lot. I of mean, them. my favorite genius is Einstein. I, and he was wacky, too. I know, but just even looking at his hair, I actually have a crush on him. <laughs> I've had a crush on him. I know I have such weird crushes. That's the mold. That's perfect. I know. Einstein, Larry David. Larry David, Einstein. You know, there's a, you got a, you got a type. I do. I didn't think I had a type. I usually used to go for like spicy guys when I went for guys, and now all of a sudden, but Einstein has a place in my heart, and I don't think they. I don't think we've ever mentioned my Larry David obsession. No. That's just another. That'll be another tangent. We have But go you know down. what? We're gonna reel ourselves back in here because yeah, we're off on okay. a tangent. So you know. We're looking at, we're talking about the doors, right? Jim Morrison, yes. I think he, they would have continued, but I think he would have left the doors. Jim Morrison was, was a solo act. I he, think he would have become a recluse personally. I could see him maybe. in his 50s or late 40s just become a total recluse. Maybe, but he would have done his own thing. I think the doors, um, they were just, he just used them. They were a vehicle for Jim Morrison. And I think after not too much longer, had he lived, he would have broken away, done something completely different or off on his own. I think he would have been a legend. Okay, but I also think he would have been like that legend that just is like a Howard Hughes went into hiding because Howard Hughes became like OCD crazy, right? Yeah. Like, didn't he grow out his nails and hair? And he like he was this handsome guy in this. Didn't he become like totally like he? Well, he was a germaphobe, so he would never That's leave his it. house. He became agoraphobic. Agoraphobic, okay. Because and he thought germs were everywhere, which is true, but you know. Germs are good. <laughs> but did he live a long life, Howard Hughes? Yes, I, I think. I don't know. Good okay, question. I feel like he lived pretty, maybe into his 60s. It's not such a long life today, but mm. then, you know, all right, we're not going to get in the Howard Hughes thing. Here's another one. Otis Redding. Otis Redding died at like 26. 25 or 26. Six. He was, I think Otis Redding would have continued forever. You know, I did not, I'll be honest with you, I had no idea he died so young. And I would have thought Otis Redding was... Of, like live to his very old but because because he's got so many hits he's right. got such so, an incredible amount of music I'll give you that because I had no idea he died so young now yeah. here's a real River Phoenix River Phoenix yeah well acting is so tough right because like music you can kind of take a break you can do your thing I think it's easier to have a long career in music um, acting, not today though everything changes so quickly well true people honestly are like out this is what I'm saying like these people lived in an era where there were less artists less like you know people today are so fickle and mm -hmm. they change their minds my question is if someone was 20 years old not today but and they had gone on to a different era when there was more so the question is River Phoenix you know his passing did it allow for Leo DiCaprio's career to jump into place. I mean, I mean, River Phoenix is considered a really talented actor, and he was. Yeah, well, I mean, you can have those kind of parallel paths of, of, of leading men and leading women, right? Like, you got, like, Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt were kind of in parallel for a long time, and they both had very successful careers, very different, right? So I don't think River Phoenix dying made room for, you know, another, but... But um, you know, I think River Phoenix was was very deep, and he was yeah. a he was a you know troubled, a, a very troubled as we all are. I, I think he would have left the industry. It's possible. I could see someone like him. My projection for him, because his brother is freaking ridiculous. Joaquin Phoenix yeah, is just. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen the Joker, go see the Joker. If you want to see just, I loved the movie, but fine acting, 
find brilliant acting in anything. But you want to talk about a price for genius. What he does, like he leaves his family, Joaquin, like when he gets a role, he disappears. He doesn't come home at Didn't night. Didn't he just, he lost, I just read, 50 pounds for the Joker. And you know how he did it? Like in one month, he just ate an apple a day. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, but wait a second. That really quick tangent. Any actor who either gains weight or loses weight for a movie, what do they win? The Oscar. Oh, well, yeah. Charlize so. Theron won Monster. Didn't De Niro win for Raging Bull? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like anybody... Oh, is it Monster's Ball, the one that Halle Berry won for? And she, like, had no makeup on? Like, anybody yeah, who yeah. makes a transformation, they suddenly get, What like, about Charlize Theron in uh, Monster. Monster? That's oh, what I said, God. yeah. Well, you said Monster's Ball. Isn't that with Halle no. Berry? Monster. I, just, I know. I said Charlie Star on a monster. And oh, then oh, oh. oh, my God. Put up that hearing aid. I know. I got to turn my hearing aid. <laughs> oh, my God. I think he comes to my place and literally shuts it off so he doesn't have to hear me. And then he's in his own world just pontificating and reading my lips and being like, all right, I'll throw something in. All right. You figured me out. I'm I caught. Fig- I knew it. All right, I knew it. I'll turn my hearing aid on. So River Phoenix, personally, I think he would have been disgruntled with, with the industry. Had a good career, but decided to go so somewhere else because he was very deep yeah but the great ones never really leave like you know there are people who leave the business right tv show actors like or or a woman for instance decide to commit to her family you know so that happens but the the stars that really they never leave they're never you can't leave when like when you have a taste of it i don't know it's almost like but if you're disgruntled and you feel like i no longer because he picked roles i specifically read he picked roles that he was interested in doing and not because it made money or what have you and that it was gonna i think he would admit because he was only 23 when he passed yeah he's and to be that deep in an era where consciousness wasn't that heavy because we're talking 1990s early 90s late 80s I think, for me, because when you watch Stand By Me, you can see there's a lot oh, going yeah, on yeah. in his eyes. That kid was deep. So much talent, so and young. deep. But, but name me one legend that, that quit the business and is out, out doing other things. None of them. Like, I can't think of the moment, but you know what? Not, it may none. come to me in the middle of the night. <laughs> you, either, you either, if you're one of the legends, you know, if you're uh, the, you know. The, the, okay. He came back, but Dave Chappelle, who I think is yeah, an he came amazing, back. but wait a second. But even he's—I'm he's, not putting him in a legend. Like he's we still were, a great comedian. Oh, he's amazing. And he walked away from a twenty million dollar thing that he had with with his Dave yeah, Chappelle yeah, yeah, yeah. show. So for me, I'm just like he really. I mean, he came back because he probably just missed it. But I just think River Phoenix might have been. This is projecting, of course. That after a while, even in his thirties, like. I don't want to do this any longer. I'm I disagree. Go do okay. He's either going to die or do it forever. <laughs> because he was a legend. I just don't think the legends ever leave. They just can't. Look at... All right, okay, are they legends though because of their talent? Are they legends because they died young? This is the question. Well, I know. And that's why I think James Dean was just uh, a legend because he, he, he died, died so young. tragically. And and he was innovative in a certain way. I just I just hated his process or what he did. <laughs> but here's another one. Here's, you know, and here here's another example of the... the price of genius Heath Ledger oh was he phenomenal you want to talk about the Joker how many people's careers have that role have made the Joker that's so funny that you mentioned that because I don't really love the Batman movies but when I saw Heath Ledger that's the one movie I've seen three four times because of Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker you are absolutely right he is captivating and 
he, he really was very talented, and you're right. It's the genius, and then all of a sudden he had, I guess, well, they, we all have, I Did guess. Did you hear, they, they think he copied the musician, um, that crazy musician, for that role. He's a, That crazy musician. I know, I can't. Is I, he still alive, the crazy musician? Yeah, 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 yeah. Does he talk but like this with a deep talks, voice? He acts and talks exactly like Heath Ledger's Joker character. If, Not and, Tom Waits. Was it maybe it was Tom Waits? Tom Waits has yeah. that demon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So they played that. a clip on YouTube. It was everywhere. Of, of but you're right. It is Tom Waits. I've seen that. Right, and and it was exactly yes. the same. Yes. But either way, even if you, it used... was an interview Tom Waits had done. I right. think he was wearing black hat, black jacket. Right, right, right. I think I saw that. It was beyond identical. I mean, it was the same thing. But but that's fine. Like if you're going to use that as inspiration, he's but that's still a choice. He's still created. Oh, yeah, created an amazing character. I mean, he would always been legendary. I oh, agree. Yeah. He would always his career just would have kept he would have kept accruing Oscars or what have you not that the Oscars means that you're the most talented but you know but he was a very, he was another very damaged um, soul I mean he was he was troubled again okay but drug. this okay so this leads us to a tangent of because we're also actors right leads us to when you're in the creative arts as you had said said earlier usually most of us creatives we are all damaged right because what are we looking for we're looking for love from everybody <laughs> looking for love in all the wrong places validation right? yeah validation love admiration all those things you feel maybe you didn't get from your parents things like that so yeah mo- but think about the arrogance it takes to to be you know somebody in a in Kentucky or Kansas or Jersey you know wherever and and look at a movie and say I can do that Enough to the point where you're going to actually come to Los Angeles and start, you know, getting your headshots and doing it and think, like, like think of the, like, you got to be crazy a little bit to think that you can do that. <laughs> right? Yes. And that's why we are here doing right. this because we're crazy thinking that people are going to listen to us. So, <laughs> so nobody in this town is sane. I think nobody that gets into the entertainment business full time can be completely emotionally uh, stable. Okay, but Howard Hughes was he also he wasn't an actor, but he funded things, right? Well, he dated the actor, and he looked down on her. Like remember, even in that movie with DiCaprio, who played him, yeah, there was a scene. uh, Famous actress was Was it Jean Harlow? No, was it Kate Hepburn? I think it, yeah, it might have been, but huge A list, and he he, he looked down at her like you're just an actor. What do you know? So his genius was because he was an innovator, obviously, well, yeah, yeah. like Einstein and such. But Einstein had a long life; he did live a long time. Yeah. So it basically comes down to if you're genius, you're also crazy. I think so. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you can't have a long, you know, correct, illustrious correct. career. No, 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 right? no, no, no one's saying that because we're still alive and we're not normal people. You know who I think is the since we're off on a tangent. You know who I think is the most normal lifelong star ron howard oh my god because ron howard has been an actor since he was what like five that's like, true and and then you know all the movies american graffiti all that stuff right then happy he become days. happy days but then the movies too he went from yep. tv to made like american graffiti was huge yeah and then he did the the other ones then he gets into directing he directs some so of the talented the biggest films of all time he's yep. directed and yet, you, you see this guy in an interview, he could be the guy next door. What about Jodie Foster, though? She's pretty, she's very sane. She went to, like, private school in France. She's actually brilliant. I oh, think she yeah, graduated yeah, yeah, yeah. from Yale. You hear nothing about her. She directs and stuff, and she's been famous 
a very long time. Oh, she yeah. actually left She was Scott taxi White. driver with De Niro. De Niro. Remember the, the young you hooker? talking to me? Is it you looking at me? You looking? Yeah, that you was ad-libbed. To me? That was ad-libbed. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah come but, on But now. you look at Ron Howard, right? Here's a guy who's navigated all the landmines in, in of fame and fortune, right? He's with the same family, that his yes. wife. And he's just down to earth and, and, and humble. And he just continues to make incredible movies. No, I mean, how do you kudos navigate to that? you, Ron Howard? He was in my dream a couple of weeks ago. It was very weird. Ron Howard? Yeah, I was like walking down an alley and someone's like, oh, my dad's over there. And I'm like, who's your dad? And then he walked out of this coffee store and I'm like, Ron Howard? I'm saying to myself, like, why is Ron Howard appearing in my dream? That is weird. Well, you like, you know, these skinny bald guys. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't see him. I didn't see Ron Howard in that way. I just saw him as why is Ron Howard in my dream? But anyway, I digress. All right, I got another one. Tupac Shakur. <gasps> He's a legend. If I he, agree. If he I'm does, never going to argue right. with that. If I he think doesn't die, he goes on to have an incredible career forever. That man was brilliant. Yeah. I like to believe that Tupac Shakur is on an island. <laughs> with um, Whitney Houston and Elvis and um, Michael Jackson <laughs> yeah. I do I want to believe that Tupac is still with us I, I think know Tupac would is. kick Michael Jackson right off the island if there was like a dead famous person <laughs> That could be like fantasy football, fantasy death island. Yes, so yes, yes. Fantasy celebrity death island. That's I, I a great think idea. Tupac. Like I, I love the the old school hip hop. So know, do the, I. Ori- I Biggie, agree with you. You know, and yes. even Run DMC, the early days, yes. and all those. Guys. I used to love Beastie Boys. I know they're not. But I think they were good rap. Yeah, Beastie Boys were I great. Love but Beastie Tupac Boys. turned after there was there was hip hop before Tupac and hip hop after him. He he changed it. It He's was a just poet too. This soulful, real. It wasn't the, about all oh, the bitches and the, no. oh, I mean, it was a little bit, but it, it was about real life. Yes. The, no, it was yeah, yeah, real yeah. life. I agree with you. Totally legendary, Tupac. Wherever you are, I still think you're here with us. Your music is. You are a legend. He was legend. great, and you know what? I think Tupac was just beginning to tap in to what he could have done because he was in the studio and really innovating, making new stuff, and really soulful. And he was a poet, and I think everybody tried to copy him. I also think what happens sometimes when people get snuffed out, this might get a little too philosophical, but I feel like the world's not ready for them. And they've came, they've come to do what they had to do. And he was like, oh my God, I'm on, he was like you just said, like a brink of doing something else. But it was like, the world ain't ready for me. And no. I already gave the world what it needed and it's time for me to fly away. Here's one for you. I mean, you're not really a rock and roll girl, but you're a music person. Jimi Hendrix. Okay. So I don't know his music that well, to be honest with you. Okay, wait, 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 wait I, I'm sorry. What, what, what did you say? I don't know his music that. How well. could you not know Jimi Hendrix's music? Mm-hmm. Was uh, it what, Purple Haze? Yeah, Purple okay. Haze, Crosstown Traffic. I mean, oh Purple my God. Haze is. Hey, you just even you just prefaced this with me not being a rock All girl. Right, I know. Okay. All right. Now you got to give me some slack on that. But you know enough about him to make that he to, was legendary and he like was the master. Right, right, right. So he died off at twenty seven right. of an overdose. But he was a when he when he you know he was poor as a kid and they got him his first guitar and it was a right handed guitar but he was a lefty did you know that so how would I know this well uh, most rock and roll people know this thank you so he takes he he strings the right handed guitar reverse and he plays it lefty so his whole career he did that his guitar was upside down it was a right handed guitar that he played Uh, lefty but the most incredible thing about Jimi Hendrix is nobody could figure out how the hell he was making the sounds like people would study video. Jimmy 
playing the guitar and they couldn't copy it. They couldn't figure it out. He's just all over the guitar and the Was sound. he always tripping when he was doing it? He, he was tripping a lot. So, okay, so this is the question. Is but that the still, portal to genius? Well, Taking acid, you talk with mean, LSD, is this the portal to genius? Well, here's the question. If he had survived would and got... So here's the thing. If he survived, he would have had to get sober. You you can't live yeah, like well, that. Well, that's the point. You can't right. live like that. So could he still have Except that music? Except if you're Keith Richards. I know. Wait a second. He defies all of that. Wait a second. I saw really a sidebar. I went to Old Cella. My friend took me three years ago that the old person, yeah. like the Coachella. The Stones were there. Yeah. And the Stones. And Keith Richards is like, so glad to be here. I'm just so glad to be anywhere. <laughs> and it was so funny. It's like, how does he defy that? Okay, going back to Did you ever Jimmy see? Andrews. Did you ever see the, the clip on, on YouTube? Everybody was posting, or not YouTube, on Facebook, where it was, uh, we really need to start thinking about what kind of a world we're going to leave for Keith Richards. <laughs> so this is like so my question is this okay Jimi Hendrix he did all these things that no one could actually understand he was beyond so was it the drugs that he was so uninhibited that it was like yo man I'm channeling a different frequency because that's what drugs does right drugs do drugs does and I speak English real good <laughs> hello um, so I'm wondering if like you said, he gets sober. What's going to happen? So with maybe the drugs plane? open the door. Like what he did open acid. The portal. Open the portal, right? And once you've opened that and experienced and released yourself, then maybe you can carry that on sober, right? So I, my question, my my answer for Jimi Hendrix is yes. He's he's going to continue to be a legend, but he's going to continue to innovate. I'd see him like you know the guitarist for U two, um, the the Knack or oh what's his name? Not the, the Knack. That was a group in the seventies. Right, right, right. Get what's the his knack. name? They all oh wait had a second, it's the no. something. It's it's the oh it just skipped my mind. Doesn't oh, matter. I can't that guy. That he, someone out there knows. He's got a wall of electronics and effects. Like he's. No, and it's all memorized and saved. Like when he creates a song on the guitar, it's so complicated with all these effects and everything that he has to save it like a computer and run it when he plays. I think Jimi Hendrix would have been there. He would have just continued to innovate with electronics and sounds and effects to create a whole new genre. I don't know too much about him, so I cannot disagree with you. I will agree or just say, you know what? It just... The whole drug thing is kind of what, kind of like, it seems like even Janis Joplin, right? She was heavily... I don't think she would be a legend. I agree. That's the thing. (laughs) I think she was for her time. Like, that voice was amazing. It was like screechy, though. But I think, well, that's... I mean, respect. Respect to Janis, right? Listen, I'm a professional singer, and that is not her, her voice. I get what you're saying, but... She had something, and you could, like, her voice is so distinct, and that's what I loved about her. It's but like, it was, like, screechy. I don't know. It was, like, fingernails on a chalkboard. I, I like a few of her songs, but I couldn't take it for two So, minutes. with her, um, do you think she would have just petered out? Yeah. I think she was, yeah. uh, but... She was know, of that generation. Right, but you look at Bob Dylan, right? Like, this uh. guy, his voice is really not like what you would consider a standard no, good he's a voice. Great, I think he's a poet, though. So, but that's what saved he, him. That's what, he's and a Janice poet. didn't have that. Oh, no, 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 she no, did not. No. no, no, no. So I think Dylan has... Have you heard um, his Dylan's son? 
Jacob doing? Didn't he? He was. He's in that group, The Wallflowers. He's amazing. One headline. That but was even, a big hit in the '90s. But just by himself, his acoustic. I don't think stuff. I've listened to. I him. really Bob like Bob Dylan was at the old cella too. He actually walked on stage, didn't say anything, played some songs, and walked off. <laughs> didn't talk or nothing. Just well, they're all crazy. I mean, no. I mean, oh my God. I'm just gonna say this. This is a sidebar. Paul McCartney. I have a crush on him, too. Paul McCartney was phenomenal. The Stones were amazing, too. I'll tell you what. I think... So was The Who. I, well, The Who, yeah. I mean... I mean, still, Roger Daltrey's voice. The, you know, your voice ages. It's a muscle that you can get nodules. Yeah, yeah. He was still hitting notes from how many years ago. That is... Um, I mean, I was just like, fucking Roger Daltrey. You know who the most you talented go. person in The Who was, though? John N. Twistle. I don't even know that. The bass player. Who was the guy? Nobody played the the bass like John and Twistle played the bass. Who's the guy that did Quadrophenia? The guy, isn't that from the Who? Who's the other, not the bassist, the guitarist? Pete. Oh, Pete Townsend. Didn't he do Quadrophenia? Well, they were, it was the same band. I oh, mean, was it Pete Townsend, oh. yeah. <laughs> and so Quadrophenia was and like a And Elton John played the character in the movie. But, but the bass... It was a movie? Oh, wait, Tommy? Yeah, Tommy. That was... I didn't mention Tommy. Well, I I'm... mentioned Quadrophenia. Oh, Quadrophenia. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. You're not listening to me today. Settle okay. down over there. Okay. You're not listening to me. <laughs> this is not good. How can we have a podcast if you're not listening to me, Greg? Active listening. You're right. I'm going to actively attention. listen. <laughs> but let me tell you my thought on John and Twistle. He was the most innovative, incredible bass player. You know how like bass players are usually do 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 do. Okay. He was all over. How that. come no one knows his name? Oh, everybody, anybody in rock and roll knows John and Twistle. He I, died. How old? Uh, he was older. I mean, you know, he was up there. I don't know. But see, I know who the Who is. I know Pete Townsend, and, and I Roger know Daltrey. Roger Daltrey, but I don't know what's his name. John and John Twistle? and Twistle. Anybody rock and roll knows John and Twistle. Like anybody who likes rock and roll? I think so, yeah. Anybody who consider themselves a serious rock and roll person. Well, I have a question. You play guitar, right? I play guitar and drums. Okay, so, okay. You see how arrogant I said that? Guitar and drums. (laughs) Oh my God, he's going to give us his freaking resume in a moment. (laughs) Well, guess what? I'm a mezzo-soprano and I can belt the shit out of anything. That's right. Guitar, drums, the male organ, I can play them all. Okay, that's lovely. This is the thing. You play instruments, so of course you would follow careers and you would also be paying attention to the rock groups, the musicians. But a person that just likes The Who or likes Rolling Stones may only know the ones that are talked about in media and what have you. So you're saying John Ann Twistle as if everybody knows about bassists. I don't even know that there's the bassist, there's the guitarist. Nobody, but, Paul McCartney was the bassist. Gene Simmons was the, was the bassist in the band. People don't realize some of the most famous people in bands were the bassist. Well, because he used to stand there while he sang, and then he was just so cute, Paul McCartney. <laughs> Which leads us I to think John George, Lennon. George Harrison was the most talented out of all of them. I think even more than Lennon. But I really do. I know. Cut me down. No, I'm, the listen, lightning. I listen. think George Harrison had more um, just raw talent, like natural. Right, but he's talent. not a. Well, we have to stay back on track. Wait, wait. Do you have that fishing reel sound effect that you love so much that he's so not prepared to even reel himself? Well, I in? don't think we're really off on a tangent, but you know. Yes, we are. Really? All right. If it makes you happy. Bring him back. Bring him back. Because. 
He wasn't. George Harrison lived to a decent age. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, he could have lived a lot longer. But so yeah. could have Prince, but you cut me off, so I'm going to cut you right off. <laughs> See, it's tit for tat today. Rosie's in a snitty mood. It's all I'm going to say. I'm paying attention. Right. So John Lennon. Always oh, a legend. He was a legend yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. He, would, he, he would always be a legend. But John Lennon was... I mean, I think he would have spiraled down the rabbit hole into some obscure weird shit. Like, I don't know that he would have continued to be pop. Like, I think he... No, I don't think he would have been pop. No, Do you I, think he would have left the industry? I don't think he would have left the industry. I think he would have become so, like, off on a, you know... Tangent? Off, <laughs> like, so obscure and trying to be unusual. I mean, imagine being... Like, I don't know how McCartney just continues to make hits and and just be part of pop culture and stay on that road. Like, when you're that big of a legend... Like, you almost feel obligated to just keep being new and unique and creative. Yes. And I think Lennon would have would have driven himself off into obscurity. He, you think obscurity? Almost. I mean, he would have... He would have just, I don't know. I think he, he was the kind of guy that would ta- he tackled issues and everything. And I think he would have not come, become obscure. I think he would have just been like, he's innovative and he's just out there. But he's amazing what he's doing because he was higher consciousness to me. Because I think of consciousness and his vibration, yet again, snuffed out. Because the world wasn't ready for all. Of yeah, that. but if you can enjoy Yoko Ono music, you're not you're not consciousness. You're, <laughs> you're unconscious if you can enjoy Yoko Ono music. All right, we're not gonna pick on poor. Uh, like poor I don't Yoko know what Ono. that woman did in the bedroom to get him hooked like a heroin addict, but she was not a musician. Well, listen, when you find love, you find love. So we can't fault that. That's and- fine, but keep love off the stage and off your albums. <laughs> well, people love seeing them together. Oh. They represented love. They represented Linda McCartney, too. Paul dragged her out on the, on the stage. She was not a musician. Come on. You know, did you ever hear the old joke, what's the only animal with wings that can't sing? I Linda never... McCartney. <laughs> oh, she passed at a young age. I know. God so rest let's, her soul. God rest his soul. Let's not. Who? Okay. All right. How about somebody in your pop world, Mariah Carey, kind of a world? <laughs> who? Who? Come on. Mariah Carey. Well, you know well, that world. She's not pop, but we really did not discuss Amy Winehouse. Oh God. I she's love totally that. not pop. No. She was, she was totally. Blues. She was so yeah. though ahead of her time. Oh my God. She definitely, if she, yeah. if she ever got sober. Um, I don't think she would continue in the industry because she hated the fame. You keep telling me she would. I don't see it. She hated the fame. Yeah, but you she can be a it. musician without without like having to face like. Then you, she would have done it uh, like under a pseudonym. I think honestly, this is my this honestly is coming to me right now. Like this is coming from spirit. I think <laughs> she would have like reinvented herself or gone off the grid. Started a whole new thing of music, whatever, and not even used her name and whatever, and just never showed a face. Kind of like Sia, who doesn't show... Oh, yeah, I like Sia, too, Sia's actually. brilliant. I know. Oh, my God, I love Sia. Her range, she writes amazing music. I have a couple of her albums, but she's... Thank God she's still alive. Thank you, Sia, for still being here. Well, my vote for Amy Winehouse is she would have continued. She... I think that music was in her soul from the time... Did you see that documentary? She I was did. A, a little kid and hitting those... Yes, but she hated the fame and it really destroyed her. I think really for her, if she got sobered up and got clarity, she would have been like, this is going to kill me. Because I also think some of them 
they love it, but then they're like, the price is too high. Yeah, and but you she, can't have that in you and not let it she out. She could do it another way. I just said, you mm-hmm. just said that John Lennon would have gone off and done it into obscurity. Yeah. Maybe she would have done something and really off another tangent in her own way and been like, I'm going to release it in another way, my way, and be done yeah. with it. Well, I'll tell you what, though. As a, as a sober person, I mean, yeah. uh, I'm sober 20 years, thank God, by the grace of God. I think that's amazing. And I did... I did all kinds of stuff, <laughs> alcohol too, but everything. And watching Amy Winehouse is slow. It's like a slow train wreck. And just like if you if you've never experienced addiction, you know what I mean. If you don't I know have. what that feels like to to wake up every day and every morning and swear you know you're gonna get it together and then find yourself again in the clutches, the hopelessness, you know, the despair, the shame, the remorse. And I don't want to drag this to a low place, but but watch. I might end up crying. Right? I'm having an emotional day as it is. Well, you're very empathetic. You're, yeah, you're, I you're, am an, you're empath. an empath. But watching that process of Amy for like the ten years or so, she was was just heartbreaking to those of us who have you know addiction the, the, issues survived it and watch like you just knew she was going you, you knew the train I mean she actually dwindled to nothing yeah, yeah. you see her at the end of. I mean you're just like this beautiful woman who has such a bright light mm-hmm. and I am going to start crying because it's just like this light is just just extinguished yeah. and it's because maybe the world was too hard for her in the sense of her her spirit came here to give such a gift and it just her human self just was like, I can't do it. Well, addiction is is a is a lonely, lonely no matter how many people around you, it's like the way I visualize it is this deep, deep, deep like a like a well. Not even like a canyon, but this tight well way down and, and you it's dark and there's like a little light if you look way up, and it's almost impossible to imagine climbing out of it. So it's we're just, down in the darkness. I know, I know. Sorry, right? Where tangent. are we going? Wow, this but, is legendary. But you know, hey, it's real. Keeping it real, right? <laughs> but but when you can climb up, when you can reach up and get pulled up and come out into the light again, like you can't imagine things like you didn't know what you didn't know. I think if Amy had really found that, you know, and recovered and kind of, I think she would have been more comfortable with fame. I think she would have been more comfortable in her own skin and went on to be a legend. That's the long-winded point I was trying to make. My God, was that long? Sometimes I mean, we got to go around wait. the block. <laughs> I've noticed from our first episode now to our third that Greg has become definitely more, is it verbose? And really has gone on tangents more than myself. All right, so we both go off on tangents. We both go off on tangents. Let's keep it on topic. I will say this. The legendaries, there have been so many that you can talk about. And it's not a depressing. I think the thing is they've given so much to the world. And that's the legend, I guess. What about Whitney Houston, right? Oh, I was thinking of her. You know what? That, to me... Another sin. And what they did to her at the end, like allowing her to do a tour, you know what? Unfortunately, her voice was not what it was. And I saw her many years ago in concert. And I've always loved Whitney Houston. She's a Jersey girl from Newark. That's right. I do get upset thinking about Whitney. And it to me, it's like, it's just like, even at the end when she tried to reclaim that, that mojo and perform... 
it's like, oh no, and then she had to go out that way. That to... was another slow motion train wreck. Just watching her, you know, ugh, that was terrible. Well, thanks. You know what? At, the, at this point, I don't know if I need to like like regroup. I'm like, well, we're hey, going look, down a hole. The we're topic is, would, would they be legends if they survive? So you know we're going to be talking about death, and you know, and it's sad that's and it's true, tragic. That's so true, that's it is what true. it is. All right, Elvis Presley. Now, there's Elvis in the 50s, like the, the early Elvis. <laughs> the handsome, skinny Elvis. Right. Well, the, the innovative, you know, um, rock and roll Elvis... And then there's that 70s gospel, Oof. bloated, pasty, drug addict. Drug Elvis. addict, And I, I, with all the costume, the stupid shit. But men... Glory, glory, hallelujah. Oh, can't stand glory, it. Glory, glory. No, I was an Elvis guy. But I, I have a question for you. Like, Elvis, when he came out in the 50s, what he was doing was... Not from his culture. It's kind of was stolen from, uh, you know, African American culture, yeah, and it was black, like the black blues music spawned many white rich people. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like so it's he wasn't innovative. No. It was more of he just was his. That was his path to be lucky to be discovered because he was a handsome young man, white man. And I don't want to get these political things. It was just more of. He do I see him as innovative? No, I just think he was at the right place at the right time. But he, he was a, he was a poor Southern boy, and he loved and re, that I don't I think the, he had talent. He could sing. I'm not saying he couldn't sing. I think the black man's blues really did touch him in his soul. I don't think he was like exploiting just, it. Ex, oh, okay. Well, I, I mean, ready. yeah, I don't think he was exploiting it and faking it. I think it really was part of him. But but still, I mean, the the white men were the ones that would take the music and go get yeah, rich, uh-huh. and you know, muddy. Waters wasn't making money, and and uh, you know Johnson, um, the original Johnson, the blues guitar player. Well, once again, let's not go on the guitar tangent <laughs> because, like myself, I think a lot of people that are listening to this, if you're still with us, um, bear with us. If you're listening to this, don't know the guitarist. So the, that back to Elvis, back to Elvis, back to life, back to Elvis. Okay. Do we think he would be legendary? Yes. If he if he had stayed sober, got off the drugs, right? Cleaned I, his act up. Right. I think he wouldn't have done that whole Vegas prop him <laughs> up. I mean, they just propped him up out there. And, was he and, like a zombie just before Yeah, me? I mean, it was it was shameful. But if he had gotten back to his roots, okay. um, I, I think, yeah, he would have went on and continued to be a legend. I mean, I, I can agree with you on that. Because he had so much previous to that, that it was like prior to that, that you're just like... Oh, okay, so that was a stage in his career that was not the prettiest stage. Mm-hmm. However, but he still kept fans. I mean, women swooned over him all the time. Yeah. So I'll agree with you on that, but this is a big one. The trifecta. Oh, really? In the plane crash. Buddy Holly. Oh, the day the music died, yeah. Richie Valens. Richie Valens, yeah. And is it also, who else is not oh, Big Bopper? What? Is Big Bopper in there? No. Was it? No, who else died with them? I don't even know. The day the music died. That's a great song. Is that Don McLean? Yeah. Don okay, McLean. yeah. So Miss American Pie. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't know that Richie I think Richie Valens was a pop star and he had the 
you know, Hispanic uh, audience. Yes, and he, which and was he, great. He, he at least introduced right. a Latin person in the pop culture because that is not really heard of in no, those days. That, yeah, and he crossed over. You know, yeah, the, the, totally. The big audience really. Totally. So I just don't know that he, I think that was his niche and I think he would have flamed out. Right, like flamed out. Oh, that's not oh, good. Oh, God, you're right. <laughs> I didn't oh my mean God, that. this is not, well, we, I know you didn't mean that. My right. point is, yes, Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly, I think, would have been a legend. He I agree. He yeah. was, and he definitely had something, and his he was so many songs. But would he been a legend because he already had the white culture? Because he is a white guy, and Richie Valens then didn't have a chance to come out with more hits yet. So we don't know. Maybe I just don't think Richie Valens. His hits were that unique. He had okay. what he what he did that was amazing was take the Latin sound into a pop um, music, right? Okay. I just don't know how long you can sustain that. Like, you know, like it's it's cool. And I love Latin music, let me tell you. I mean real Latin, like I know um, what you're saying. Like, the jazz and I, I just love all Latin music. It's so, you know, like soulful, you know, and down and rich. But I just don't know that he you know, I think it was like a flash in the pan. It was okay. cool for the time, and he would have he would have burnt out. Well, how come we don't remember the third person that was in it? Wasn't it a tri- Wasn't there three people in there? Yeah, it's not the so. big bopper, or is it the big bopper? I mean, I could Google it if it's really that important. To it's you. not that important. I mean, you know what? But Someone Buddy would... Buddy Holly would have definitely gone on. He Pegasus, was... a yeah. Pegasus. He, he was <laughs> unique. And he had, was. Yeah, yeah. How about Marvin Gaye? You know how he died? His, <gasps> his father, father shot his him. His father shot him. Oh, my, oh my God. God. He was in his 30s? Or was he early, older? I don't know. Marvin Gaye was already legendary. He was a legend. That was a terrible day when you found out he passed. It was like, what? Hmm. I that, that to me was... Ugh, I mean... So we may have gone off uh, uh, pretty far from the subject, <laughs> but you know what? I think it's interesting. You really look at that and, and to contemplate, you know, like, all right, last one maybe as we finish up, Kurt yeah. Cobain. <gasps> like, so even though you're not rock and roll, everyone, he crossed over. That I was mean, rock, yes. you know. Grunge. It was the grunge rock. I was into grunge yeah, in my yeah, in yeah. college. Remember, I dressed with the flannels. I did all that. It was part of it, but I was not a huge Nirvana fan, but I did know, like, I was into Pearl Jam. But yes, who doesn't know Kurt Cobain? Right, and the sad, I mean, you know, you look at that. He was a good-looking guy. He had, he was famous, anything he wanted, and yet the depression, you know, that sadness, that that soul sickness is more powerful than anything. But listen to their songs. Well, yeah. It's coming from so right. much angst, right, right, right? You're just like, this is coming from a dark place. Hence, that's why people love that kind of music, because it's healing. And this is the question then, the philosophical question. These people have come here with this darkness, but they create such amazing art, whether it's through acting, the medium of acting or painting or um, music, and then they're gone. Like, ink, their light is extinguished. Is that because they've come to do what they've done, they've helped you heal, and that is their gift to the world? You know, do these, do these icons come into the world Provide the service for the rest of us. Which is a legendary type of mindset. And, and pay the price for it. You yes. Know? So, That's how I feel. I'd like it to see, you know what? I'm going to put the positive spin because I do believe we all come here with a purpose, right? Absolutely. Whatever that purpose is, to touch lives, whether it's five people or 500 million. And I'd like to think that these people signed up to say, I'm going to give so much in such a short amount of time. And I'm good with that. And you know what? That's where I've left my mark, and it is enough. So well, I like to say 
God bless them all. Let's hope going forward uh, that people who achieve fame and fortune uh, don't have to die um, young to, to become legendary. On that note, this is Nostalgic Tangents. We're glad you're listening. I'm Greg DiPietro. I'm Rosie DeCandia. And we will see you next time. Yeah.